Hallelujah. Thank you for His presence. I believe you can feel His presence wherever you are. God is there. Hallelujah, Jesus. We know God hears us when we pray. Amen and amen. All we have to do is just mention His name and He'll be there. Amen. That's His promise. In Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Yes, there is nothing impossible with our God, especially when we cry to Him in desperation. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I would like to thank God for this opportunity to bring forth the Word of God. Despite of all the situation or the, the situation that is going on around us, we're still able to hear the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it is a good day to praise the Lord. Amen. It's a good day. It's a mighty good day. And this is a good day to praise the Lord. Amen. No matter what your problem, no matter what you need, it is a good day to praise the Lord. Amen. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. And we can still praise the Lord wherever we are today. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. God is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. God is omniscient. He is an all-knowing God. He knows what we're going through. Amen. Amen. We all know that we are the church. Church is not the building. Church is the people. So wherever we go, amen, wherever we are, we are the church and we can have church everywhere. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to start with my uh, first verse. This is one of my favorite verses in Galatians 6, 9. And it says, and let us not be weary. Amen. That means let us not be tired. Let us not lose hope. Let us not give up. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. And there is the condition right there. If we faint not. Amen. We will reap. We shall reap if we, what? If we faint not. Amen. And one of my other verse is in Proverbs 24, verse 10. It says here, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. You see the word faint right there? Amen. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, We shall reap if we faint not. In, in 24.10 of Proverbs, it says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. small. Amen. I'm going to entitle my uh, message today, To Faint or Not to Faint. To Faint or Not to Faint. Amen. I would like to define these two words, the faint and adversity. Amen. Faint, according to Strong's Dictionary, means to sink down, to be disheartened, 
in a dictionary of Bible languages, it says to hang limp, to be feeble, that is to be discouraged, to be in state of lacking power or force, to lose courage, to give up, to have feeling or attitude of hopelessness and lacking courage to resist an opponent. Adversity, according to Strong's Dictionary, it says distress, anguish, trouble, tribulation. According to Dictionary of Bible Languages, it says a state of very unfavorable circumstance with a focus on the emotional pain and distress of the situation. Amen. This expression, to faint in the day of adversity, has been variously translated. Amen. I've asked uh, Pastor Baki to give me, to show me all those uh, eight translations of Proverbs 24 and 10. Amen. We're going to start with New International Version. Proverbs 24.10 in New International Version. It says here, If you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? In New Living Translation, it says, If you fail under pressure, your strength Strength is too small. In Berean Study Bible, it says, If you faint in the day of distress, how small is your strength? New American Standard Bible says, If you are slack in the day of distress, your strength is limited. New King James Version says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. King James, King James translation, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Good news translation says, if you are weak in a crisis, and that's what we're experiencing right now, we are in a crisis. The Bible says, if you are weak in a crisis, you are weak indeed. Lastly, International Standard Version, if you grow weary, I just mentioned the word weary. If you grow weary when times are troubled, your strength is limited. The word faint is mentioned several times in the Bible. Luke 18 verse 1 says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Amen. For, uh, 2 Corinthians 4.16 says, For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. E either we have a choice, either we faint or we faint not. To faint or not to faint. You have a choice today. Either you faint, hallelujah, or you faint not. Amen. Either you renewed your inward man day by day. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31 says, He giveth power to the faint. If you see yourself 
fainting, if you, if you see yourself giving up, if you see yourself discouraged today, despite of the crisis that we're going on, God is giving you power. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases His strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Here's the promise of God in 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. We have the great promise from the Lord that even though we faint, even though we get discouraged, we can be like eagles. We can mount out with wings as eagles. We can run and not be weary. And they, we can walk and not faint. To faint or not to faint, it's your choice today. Hallelujah. You can faint. You can be distressed. You can be experiencing adversity in terms of this COVID-19 pandemic vi virus situation, which has been causing some, if not the majority, of people to faint or lose hope. Like what the definition says, to sink down, to be disheartened, to be discouraged. This pandemic situation is causing emotional pain and distress to most people who do not have a good relationship with God. I say for those who do not have a good relationship with God. For those who have a good relationship with God like us, we don't have to worry. We don't have to faint. It won't cause us emotional pain because we have a God who is in control. And people are scared of something invisible, something novel, new and strange. Everybody was caught by surprise and didn't know how to react. They didn't know how to deal with this coronavirus. This virus is invisible. And, and everybody is scared. But we have a God who is also invisible, who has the power over all the manners of sickness and diseases. In fact, my Bible said He healed all of them. Like what I posted last Friday, we must replace fear, hallelujah, of the unknown. This virus is unknown. This virus is invisible. Hallelujah. We must replace fear of this unknown with faith, which is the evidence of things not seen. Uh, we have a God who is in control. He is greater than the greatest fear. People have. He is bigger than biggest adversity we are facing right now. Proverbs 24:10, Galatians 6:9. Amen. What is the condition for our strength to be considered small? The answer: if we faint, if we faint in the day of adversity. Our faith is small. Our strength is small if we faint 
in the day of adversity. About what is the condition for us to reap what we sow. If we faint not. If we faint not. I'm preaching today about to faint or not to faint. If you want your strength to be small, go ahead. You can faint. You can be discouraged. But I choose not to faint. Hallelujah. I'm going to go. I'm going to reap. I'm going to reap what I sow. I'm not going to go weary in well-doing. Because I will reap if I faint not. I'm not sure if you're getting what the point I'm trying to make right here. The point I'm trying to make right here is amidst of what's going on around us with this so-called pandemic situation we're experiencing. We have two options to choose from. Whether we're going to believe in the power of God to protect us, the church, and choose to find not against the minute, very small, minute virus compared to our great God. I'm not minimizing the reality of the effects of this COVID-19, but I just would like to reiterate. I just would like to maximize. I just would like to magnify the Lord that we serve. The Lord that we serve, He is well aware of what's happening and who has the power to heal, to deliver, and to protect, and so on and so forth. Or the other option of letting the spirit of fear to get a hold of us and allow fear to cripple our faith and act like the rest of the people who are panicking right now and not knowing what to do in this time of crisis. The Good News Translation says, if you are weak in a crisis, you are weak indeed. King James says, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Church, I'm here to encourage every one of us who is listening right now. Hallelujah. Let us choose not to faint in the day of adversity. Let us choose not to falter in a time of trouble. Let us choose not to grow weary when times are troubled. Let us choose not to fail under pressure. We have the great promise from our God. I just mentioned it in Isaiah 20, uh, 40, 28 to 31. It says, Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not? You see the word faint again? The God that we serve fainted not. He doesn't faint. He doesn't grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. In 29, he giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Again, the promise of God right there. In verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord 
shall renew their strength. Are you tired right now? Are you discouraged? Is your heart fainting? Is your heart failing? Let us just continue to wait upon the Lord. And let us, let God renew our strength so we can mount out with wings as eagles. We can run and not be weary and we can walk and not faint. Our God faints not, neither gets weary. He gives power to the faint. He increases strength to those who are weak. What a promise. What a promise. Amen. You know what we need to do? We need to watch. Stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. You need to be strong. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. You know where our strength comes from? Our strength comes from the Lord. Amen. Our strength needs to come from our, our Lord. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things, things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Amen. We will receive our strength from God when we produce spiritual fruit and grow in the knowledge of God. God has also provided us with brethren. We have one another. God has also provided us with brethren to help us be strong. We can also expect that faithful, strong brethren will work at supporting those who are weak. This is what church is all about. Those who are strong in faith. Hallelujah. They need to encourage those who are weak in faith. We are here for one another. I am here for you. I am praying for you. Amen. We need one another more than ever before. We must encourage one another to fight the good fight of faith. You need to call somebody. Check in with those who haven't seen. We haven't seen for a while. Don't let, let them go by the ways, wayside. Let's pull one another up in this time of crisis. Don't let someone's faith to weaken. Don't let someone lose on God, especially during these periods of time that we are unable to meet physically in church. Don't let this pandemic in the world become pandemic in the church. We are stronger than all of this. Be the encourager and be not discouraged. Isaiah 41, 10 to 13 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea. No reason to be discouraged. We have a God who is ready to lift us up. Amen. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Verse 12, thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them. Even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee, shall be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. Last verse, for I, here's another promise from God, for I, the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, 
I will help thee in times of crisis right now. Hallelujah. God is saying, fear not. I will help thee. I will hold thy right hand. If we are spiritually weak, do not expect some form of strength to just fall out of heaven and hit us on the head. Don't pray some foolish prayer either. To be strong, we have to put in some work. God helps those who help themselves. Putting in work to become stronger in the faith is challenging. When we are facing things that constantly seek to weaken us, when we study the scriptures, we see that Christians face situations of adversity. When facing adversity, we have to have enough faith to keep us strong through it. Notice these words from a psalmist. said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of, God, of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. We also have to be realists in understanding that the challenges we face to our faith and spiritual strength are real challenges. We will face challenges, church. It is right to say that life in this world is challenging. Notice how the Lord communicates this to us. I have so many great promises from God. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me, Ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And to him they agreed. And when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded them that they should not speak in the name of Jesus Christ and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And what did the apostles do? And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. That's what we're doing right now. We are confirming the souls of the disciples. We are in exhorting one another to continue in the faith. And that we must through much revelation enter into the kingdom of God. For verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation even as it came. For unto, uh, unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on Him, but also to suffer for His sake. For verily when we were with you, we told you, Amen, before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and you know, so that we ourselves glory in you, in the churches of God, for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulation that ye endure. If ye, we suffer, we shall also reign with Him. If we deny Him, we, He also will deny us. Yea, all, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But this is thankworthy if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. 
For what glory it is, when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently. But if when ye do well, and suffer for it, ye take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. For even hereunto we were ye called, because Christ are suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow His steps. Fainting is a sign of small strength. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. The wicked when no man pursueth, but the righteous as bold as a lion. When we face trials, how will we handle it? When we face temptation, how will we handle it? If we fail, how will we rise back up? These are the tests of our strength. As Christians, we should not become weary when we are doing what is right. If we start to feel spiritual fatigue setting in, think about our Lord as an example of strength. In fact, that is exactly what the writer of the book of Hebrews said in Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured, endured such, such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. We're going to have trying days, months, and years, but let us show our strength in those times of adversity by not fainting. To faint or not to faint. Let's allow the tough times you go through to make us even stronger. Stay strong by focusing on the fact that once we endure all that we have to go through, we can look forward to the prize at the finish line. Don't listen to the noise of the world around us that tells us it's okay to fail. Don't listen to those who lower the standard of success. If we are a Christian, we are a child of God. Act like it. Be strong. Be one of courage. Do not allow adversity to cause us to be weak. Strength, strength is tested by the day of adversity. The day of adversity will come. Strength is needed during this adversity. But faulty strength will fall in the day of adversity. Faith and courage will give strength in the day of adversity. To faint in the day of adversity is to make one's strength small. Secret to courage is faith. We have no excuse to faint in the day of adversity. Of overcoming adversity is the part of Christian lifestyle. We have all faced it. It's time of hardship, affliction, recession, depression, and otherwise unfortunate circumstances. Adversity visits, visits us all from time to time and in many different ways. 
It can come disguised as marriage trouble, sickness, financial calamity, hardship from personal attacks, or even difficulty in the workplace. Adversity is no respecter of persons. All of us will face it. The question is how we will respond to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need the Word of God to be solid in the tablets of our hearts so we can encourage ourselves. The Bible tells us that David encouraged himself in the Lord. One of the greatest, David's greatest characteristics was that he never gave up. He refused to quit and run. In spite of adversity, David pressed into God. David did his part and let God do his part too. We, Jesus does not fear what we fear. There is no reason to fear, church. There is no reason to faint. Amen. To faint or not to faint. Which one are you going to choose? I choose not to faint. Let us not faint, church. Let us not faint in the day of adversity. And I will end with these verses. In King James, in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Everything that we are doing right now, all the sacrifice that we're making right now, even though we cannot get together, we cannot fetch fellowship uh, physically together, but we are still abounding in the work of the Lord because we know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Second Corinthians 4, 8 and 9 says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. One more verse, Romans 8, 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. This COVID-19, hallelujah, this coronavirus, hallelujah, the suffering of this present time, not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Amen. We are conquerors. We are more than conquerors, church. Let us not choose not to faint. To faint or not to faint. What is your answer? I choose not to faint. God bless you. I hope, I hope I have encouraged you not to faint, to be strong in the Lord always. And let us rejoice in the Lord always. Amen. God bless you.